wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I wouldn't eat it. What are you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? We'll talk everything Colorado, three stories a week, three days a week. You're a one-stop shop for your Colorado sports brief. I'm your host, Matt Kennedy. If you guys want to go ahead, go ahead, like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, a rating, whatever you want to do on the ACE, I'll call it everything sports podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasting stuff. Y'all, it is a good Wednesday. Happy hump day. And man, it's been a hard news week. You can talk about the Aaron Rodgers news, you can talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, everything with Henry Ruggs. It's very heavy. It's uh, it's very weighty. But for today, we're going to be sticking with the Denver Broncos because we are 48 hours removed from one of the biggest moves in Broncos history, at least when it comes to prolific trades in the middle of the season. Back on Monday morning, Denver decided to part ways with their most seasoned veteran in the face of the franchise, Von Miller. They traded him to the LA Rams for a 2022 second and third round pick. In that draft, they also sent $9 million to L.A. to pay for Vaughn's remaining salary for the season. We will be breaking down the Von Miller trade and the George Payton press conference from yesterday with Lockdown Broncos and predominantly Orange's Sarah Bettinger in just a little bit. So, Broncos GM George Payton held a press conference yesterday to discuss the trade as well as the trade deadline as, as a whole. He also touched up upon the current state of the team now that we're halfway through the season with the Dallas Cowboys coming on Sunday, I will admit, George Payton is one of the most likable guys on the microphone. And that's after we've had Pat Shermer and Vic Fangio on the microphone all season. Ever since his first presser with the Broncos media, he's always said the right things at the right time. And yesterday, he played the professional player's manager card that we all hoped he would continue to be. The biggest takeaway from the conference, well, one of them being this. He said, and I quote, we are not approaching a rebuild. He said on Tuesday afternoon, we are just trying to do it the right way. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions. We want to build a foundation here. We have a lot of good players here. That's not fair to Justin Simmons. That's not fair to Teddy Bridgewater. That's not fair to some of our core guys to rebuild. He continued. I think we have enough players here. Now, do we need to continue to build on the foundation to get to where we need to go? Certainly. And we will continue to do that. And that's what we've done with some of those trades. End quote. Peyton himself believes this team has everything they need to win, but does that include the coaches? Well, George said one of the reasons why he came to Denver was a Vic Fangio. Okay, but one has to wonder if Peyton is saying all these things now to save face for the season in hopes that they can turn the tides of the ship. I'm not going to lie. My hope for the future of the Broncos does not rest on Vic Fangio or Teddy Bridgewater, as I'm sure it is not with you either, but it does on George Peyton. He's going to be here for a while. I believe... He will make good decisions for the sake of the team. Trading on Miller is one of them. But sticking with the card that this team can win now, not with the current formula that has produced four straight losses and then barely beating a Washington football team after almost losing it in the final minute due to the worst display of game management I have ever seen at a professional football level. Denver can still make something out of this season. At least that's what George Payton still believes. He says, and I quote, we've had a lot of injuries. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. We are getting some guys back, and despite everything that's happened to our football team, we are 4-4. Four four. He continued, not what we wanted, but I do think we'll continue 
to improve. So looking ahead at the schedule, Dallas on Sunday, who is 6-1, and and will probably have Dak Prescott back. Then the Eagles, and then two AFC West games back-to-back against the Chargers and the Chiefs. Denver will have to win three of those games to convince fans that this team has hope and a future. Radical changes in the urgency and the way they scheme games and execute their strengths need to be present and focused. And the injuries need to stop happening. But there isn't much you can do to control that. So with that, let's bring in the expert, Sarah Bettinger, from the Lockdown Broncos podcast and a writer for Predominantly Orange here on ACE. Alrighty, well, once again here on ACE, I'm here with uh, Sage Bettinger from Predominantly Orange and the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Sarah, first and foremost, sir, good morning, and how's it going? Good morning, good morning. It's going well. You know, all things considered, right? I mean... No more Von Miller. That's going to take some getting used to in Denver yeah. as a Broncos fan. But it, all things considered, things are well. Yeah, yeah, considered all things are going well. And honestly, after George Payton's press conference yesterday, you can't feel horrible about the situation. You can't feel horrible about the week. Yes, the the stages of grief are are starting to come down. I think we're at that point to where we're at acceptance with it. But um, but Sarah, like we're saying, when it comes to Denver, when it comes to Von Miller being being traded, you, we said it's a very weighty uh, thing in Broncos history, and this is really like a Kairos moment for the Broncos season. Heck, maybe in the entire franchise history. Sarah, from what you saw from George Payton's uh, press conference yesterday, give me your main takeaway from what he said about Von Miller, about the trade deadline, and about the current situation of the team. Yeah, it, it was a really interesting press conference. I, I love listening to to George Payton talk. First of all, I mean that guy can it, just to, if if he could go through the entire fifty three man roster and just give a give like the scouting report on every yeah, yeah. player, that would be a lot of fun. But man, you get the impression, you know, with the Von Miller deal that that Payton, you know, there's so many people who think that John Elway's been like this puppeteer all all year long and different things like that. But man as if the other moves that he's already made leading up to this weren't enough, you can tell this is George Payton's team. This is his roster. He's doing things his way and trading Von Miller is a decision that, you know, that had to clear everyone's desk and you could feel just the weightiness of that. I love the fact that he even brought up like, you know, my son's mad at me about it. (laughs) You know, that was, that was such a great comment just because everybody, like everybody is going to feel the way that they, they're going to feel about it. You know, it's John always first draft pick. It's the face of your franchise, but man, the way that he explained it and the way that, that, that I think he's getting ready to go about this, it makes a lot of sense. They get the vibe too, you know, with the things that he talked about that, that George Payton really, obviously he has a good perspective, like a future, a future perspective for this team. Sure. He, he was even taking digs at you know, those, those people hear the fans, they hear the stuff that gets talked about on Twitter and all that stuff. He's like, we're four and four. It feels like we're one and seven. And sure. that is, that is how it feels. You know, sometimes you're sitting there and the fans are complaining and it's like, we don't have any chance at all of doing anything this season, but man, the Broncos, I think last I checked, they're like two spots out of the AFC playoff race. So they're not that far out of it. And he made it, he made it clear that they, they, they understand the realism of where they're at, but at the same time, they still feel like they can win some games. Yeah. And one of the quotes that he said, I got it right here. He says, and I quote, we're not approaching a rebuild. We're just trying to do it the right way. I love that. And he says, sometimes you have to make tough decisions. We want to build a foundation here. We have a lot of good players. He also said it's not fair to Justin Simmons, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to the core guys um, to rebuild. George says he thinks that they have enough players right now. I, I love George. I, I really believe in the moves that he's made, and I trust the decision process that he has strung together in his first year as Broncos GM. I have a hard time believing that Denver will do anything special this year. I mean, the last four losses and then the game against Washington, it didn't necessarily feel like a win. 
after it, mm-hmm. but I do believe in George and what he, and what he, and what he does and bringing in the right players. But, but Sarah, does he have the right coaches? I mean, Sarah, do you honestly think that George Payton is, he's saying a lot of the things to take the heat away from Vic Fangio and Pat Schirmer considering the last month of football and what it's been like for Denver? Yeah, I think he definitely understands exactly where this team is at. You know, you don't trade Von Miller to a team uh, like the Los Angeles Rams and talk about you want to do right by Von Miller if you think your team presently has championship Absolutely. aspirations. So I think that that's definitely clear in that he made this move just just at all. But but you're right. I think that this team and, and so many people want to talk about rebuild. That's why he was even asked that question. Right. But I'm of the opinion this team is nowhere close Absolutely. to a rebuild they've yeah. been rebuilding for four years and and the roster is in a good good spot you do need a new coaching staff you do need a new quarterback but that's not rebuilding to me that's you know changing a coaching staff changing a quarterback we saw just how how quickly things can turn around when you do those two things from 2011 to 2012 with with john fox coming in and then peyton manning not that you're getting, you know, Peyton Manning necessarily, but hey, you might get a star quarterback uh, and you never know what could happen when that's the case. Those guys are are the tide that raises all boats. And I think fans have kind of forgotten about that. It's been so long, 2014, really, since Peyton Manning was doing that in Denver. Yeah. So because obviously 2015, he wasn't he wasn't the Peyton Manning that we all had come to know and love. So yeah. The, the quarterbacks that can do that are special and they do, they, they make such a difference. Look at the Seattle Seahawks right now. I mean, there's, that's your case in point of exactly what, what a great quarterback will do for, a, a you know, at least an average roster. Right. But I think the Broncos have a really good one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And looking at the current landscape, I mean, injuries, injuries included, actually, when they face off against a six and one Cowboys team on Sunday, then a current three and five Eagles team. And then, couple AFC West matchups and the Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. That's just the next month of football. Sarah, by the end of November, first week of December, because that's when the Chiefs game is on uh, December 5th. In your opinion, what will we be saying about this Denver Broncos team? And what will we be saying about the following four games after that? What's going to be the goal? And just <laughs> give, me, give me some perspective here, because I want to be optimistic, because as Broncos fans, that's just our natural our natural tendency to, to look ahead and be like, we can do something here, but, but man, after the last month of football, it's, 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 it's taken a gut punch, especially after trading away Von Miller. It is. It's really tough to, to look ahead and say, Oh yeah, the things are, things are looking really good. Right. I mean, I think that would just kind of be just blind optimism to go like that. But I, I do think that there's reason to be hopeful. You know, you've got obviously Jerry Judy just came back off injured reserve a couple of weeks from now, Bradley Chubb will be back off injured reserve. We saw the defense take a really big step forward. Of course, they were playing against Taylor Heineke and a Washington offense, but but those guys have been able to put up numbers against other teams this year. So I think the defense kind of getting – it was almost like a get-right game for the defense yeah. against Washington, and I think that's a, a very encouraging sign. The sack distribution for the defense was really nice to see. Just a lot of different guys getting involved, and it, that they won that game without Von Miller. So, I mean – that's that's kind of maybe your proof. And obviously we played all of last year without Von Miller as well. But Bradley Chubb coming back, that's reason for optimism. I think that after that Philadelphia game, I think that's where you're kind of really looking at, okay, well, let's let's reevaluate where we're at. I think at worst you hope to be five and five after that game because you can beat you could beat Philadelphia. You may not be able to beat Dallas on the road, but you may. Uh, who knows? Who knows what could happen? I would say at, you know, worst case scenario, you're hoping for five and five at that point. And if you're five and five, 
man, you gotta be, you gotta be thinking, Hey, we're still going for this. One of these seven yeah. playoff spots. If there's seven slots, we can get there. Um, if we just take care of our business in a division, you never know now what's going to happen. What, what is Kansas city? They look as beatable as I've seen them in recent years, yeah. even back in the Peyton days, they were, they were really a solid all around team. This is about as bad as we've seen them in the last, however many years. So chargers they've been beatable as well so i i can't sit here and say that you know the broncos if they play like they have been yeah things are looking good they have to play a lot more like they did in the first three weeks of the season i don't care if it was against bad teams right you still played pretty good so i think that they've got to figure out a way to, to sustain that teddy bridgewater in particular has to find a way to sustain some more drives to convert some more third downs to get the ball downfield accurately that offense is is going to be key to any any good thing that will happen the rest of this year. And so when we look at the current roster now with Von Miller gone and in his absence being a primary pass rusher for uh, for the defense, but you also look at the overall impact with the leadership and and uh, George Payton mentioned that they have a really young roster, which is very true. And I look at the Super Bowl 50 roster and now Brandon McManus is the only guy that remains from the Super Bowl 50 roster on the current roster. I don't think we're going to put any pressure on him to be the face of the franchise, but, <laughs> but in your honest opinion, Sarah, who has the capacity to take over as the Broncos main man? Is he even on the roster yet? I guess that's an even better question to ask. That is a great question. I, I think Justin Simmons is certainly uh, the top leader on the team, in my opinion, right now. But the, is he the face of the franchise? That, to me, is a guy who's going to be either impacting you know, every single play like Von Miller usually does. Um, a, a lot of things that Justin Simmons does are away from, away from the action, you know, shutting things down from the back end and just taking plays away. So ideally, right, your your quarterback or like a running back is going to be the face of the franchise. So I don't know. I don't know who that would be. I, I think that, you know, Cortland Sutton certainly has that type of personality. Sure. But the, this, just even thinking out loud about it kind of makes me think that that guy may not be on the roster at this point, just because as of right now, you know, somebody could have taken that. Uh, that mantle from Von Miller at, as of last year, right? Yeah. I mean, there was there was an opportunity for someone to step into that. So for me, Justin Simmons, I think, is probably the likeliest candidate of guys that are currently on the team just because he plays the most and he's the he's the most available guy with, like, media. We see him every single week, uh, and, and he's certainly one of the highest-paid players on the team. So that that definitely lends toward him being that guy. But, man, maybe, it, maybe that guy's not on the team right now. Well, Sarah – Hopefully we'll uh, we'll see that eclipse coming soon. Maybe Pats are ten. Who knows? I mean, considering his positioning and his and his and his perspective and his potential, maybe he can be that guy. But Sarah, I always appreciate your time. I always appreciate your knowledge of the game. And um, as always, we'll we uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Matt. Once again, big shout out and thank you to Sarah for joining us today on All Colorado Everything. Go ahead and follow him. He's got going on at the Locked On Broncos podcast as well as his writings for Predominantly Orange. As for today, guys, that is all she wrote. If you like this episode, share, subscribe, like it, follow, do whatever you got to do to get this out there. The All Colorado Everything Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasting stuff, go ahead and share it with your Colorado sports We'll see you guys on Friday. We'll break down the week, the Friday rundown, talk some college football, the Denver Broncos game coming up, and whatever Colorado sports stories want to sneak their way in into the Friday rundown. We'll see you guys then. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you soon.